Hot We're going. We're going. Lindsay. Make it stop. Make it pop. You ready for this, Danielle? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Get Lost podcast. We're here. Yes, we are. Get used to it. <laughs> um, so we've been sitting here for probably 30-ish, 40-ish <clears throat> minutes. Trying to figure out how to start it, and I had something, and it's coming. Hold on. I had to run to the bathroom and pee. Ladue says hi. He's laying behind the toilet. Dude, brah. Yeah. So did you pee on him? Well, I apologize for any addition, like, splatter. Yeah, I'm pretty good with hitting that angle, though. Because the thing that a lot of people don't appreciate about standing up while you pee is there is splashback. So, like, you can't just stand there, slap the hose down, and let her fly. You know, you got to aim it at a specific angle to make it kind of spiral around the toilet so that it doesn't (laughs) get back at you. I just sit down. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about your balls dipping into the water. (laughs) You're right. I don't have to worry about my balls dipping into the water. You know, I'm just saying, men have a little harder than you guys might realize. (laughs) So I was in there talking to Ledoux and... I came up with the greatest thing, and now I don't. It was a question for you, Mark. No, it wasn't. That was unrelated coincidence. Was it the game that you saw in that show about urinals? No, it was. I bet un- You're real focused on the urine. You're uh, real focused on the yeah, urine. Yeah, you're <laughs> hyper focused on the urine. Um, what were we talking about before you went in? So I was listening to Hey Look, Mom, Famous. I was in there. Come on. (laughs) 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 Gotta chase it. You you chase it back from the from the skull. Oh, it was a question for you. Mm. Boop, boop, boop. Go back to the bathroom and come back. I know. Trying to rerun it. I went out, went in there, turned on the light. Walking down the street. Hey dude. Paper? Sorry about the splashback. <laughs> Shook it. <laughs> oh, Mark. Put it away. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I, I got excited. So I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. And that's why I was like, okay, turn it off. Because I was going to be like, boo. It's, and then the hello, everybody threw me off, man. It's amazing how you already forgot. My Go back brain to the bathroom. is a fickle, fickle monster. Pepper on the floor. A pepper on the floor. It's a fake one. You can a fake pepper. <laughs> oh, it's a dog toy. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <sighs> Damn it! Because I'm like, so I was like, hey, Neil, have you ever heard of? <sighs> How funny would it be if oh, you just asked it? And you're like, I know. Oh, oh yeah, that was it. <laughs> Have you ever heard of uh Nope, I got nothing, man. <laughs> I really truly have absolutely nothing. You know how you're like close? You're kinda like touching it, just like, oh, it's right there. Yeah, and something keeps pulling. No, you my back. brain's standing in a big white, huge <laughs> warehouse looking around wondering where everybody went. Like <laughs> off of Bruce Almighty when yeah. he goes to meet God, which is Morgan Freeman. You know what would be really funny to do if you were a business? So if you made, so say you had a business for making, I don't know, couches or something. 
but you make the very the door and the very first place like a quarter mile away from each other. So like you come in this building and there's it's just it looks amazing, but you can't interact with anything until you get all the way to the desk. (laughs) So literally it should. No. So you you just open the door and you just walk in, go. Well, you can see them. (laughs) You can see them and they wave. Hi, welcome to whatever couch central. And you but you have to walk like six minutes to get to her. And it's all white. And it's all white. Just bright white. (laughs) Very calm scent. You know, very. very... I think that would freak me out. I think I would freak out. I think anybody who made it to the desk. It's a guaranteed sell. It's like off of SpongeBob when he goes into that time machine or whatever it is. And he's in the future. Future. He goes and then he goes too far into basically just nothing. It's yeah. just white, and he's like, "Hello." The end of all existence. Hello, yeah. But it, at the end of all existence would be black. You it don't know. You don't know. I got a good theory though. You don't know. Well, because right now everything is expanding exponentially, right? So the what? universe, everything in the universe, is getting further away from everything else in the universe. It's all going away. From the center. How do you know that? Well, we have a theory based off of our observations of the I stars. I thought things were getting closer. No. Like meteors. Well, that's different. Those are celestial bodies like that don't have a predict- Well, they have bodies. a predictable path. Well, anything that's in aliens. space is an <laughs> alien. <laughs> anything that's in space is like a comet or, an, you know, those are celestial bodies. And then there's like planets that are in a, a specific orbit. Um do they actually hit the ground and create these big, huge craters? Oh, yeah. They can. I mean, they're essentially gigantic bombs. Just a, so a when bomb. When was the last time that happened? What? I a, mean, a yesterday old, probably. Old... Oh, a big one? What? The big, the last biggest one was <laughs> in Russia. Russia had one like two years ago, three years ago. Meteor came so close, it broke windows. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, just blew them out from the just pressure. Right? Just the sheer pressure of it in this yeah because i mean all that a bomb is is a pressure wave being released quickly mm-hmm. it's the same idea as a meteor so energy that was once like consumed like compacted gets released in a very fast way so now wow. take velocity of a comet or an asteroid and it's going you know freaking 2500 miles an hour <clears throat> and it weighs I feel like it's going faster than that. Probably. I mean, probably. I'm sure there's... It's not just like what... I mean, 2,500 miles an hour is pretty fast. Do planes fly that fast? No. plane A really cooking plane, like a passenger plane, Mm. would be like 550. Oh, wow. And then like jets, you know, like fighter jets, um, those go faster than the speed of sound. Some of them do. But the speed of sound is like 772. Four miles an hour or something. How long can they fly like that? Quite a while. It's all aerodynamic. Like the pilots, like I thought, once they hit a certain G force, they pass out. I've watched if, those videos where all yeah. of a sudden you can see it and they're like. Wow. But G forces are only applied quickly. If you slowly accelerate from zero to eight hundred miles an hour, you only experience the G, the Mildly. normal Gs. Like you know when you stomp on it on in a car. And yeah. you get thrown backwards. That's yeah. a G force. Uh-huh. But if you very slowly speed up, and all of a sudden you're going 85, you didn't feel anything. So do the jets slowly? I thought they just kind of 
took well, off. they do, and they experience extreme G's like the the when they go to space on the rocket. Yeah, and they those guys experience like twelve to fifteen G's, but they only experience it for until they get to a certain point. Well, it's right? yeah through the certain point, and then it starts to get a lot better. Um, asteroids. Asteroids. So the G forces, though, so the the fighter jets experience it, you know, if they have to change velocity. So if you're if you're plugging along at 800 miles an hour Mm -hmm. straight, not a big deal. You're just flying. Yeah. But if all of a sudden you got to make a right turn and you got to pull away from where gravity is pulling you down, (laughs) you're doing great hand gestures. And well, because the problem is to explain it, I got to start at the beginning. (laughs) Gravity is the force of mass which has like a magnetic pull right so if you everything with mass has a a gravity to them that's why we don't float away yes and the bigger the object the higher the um pull or gravitational effect because it has more mass right so everything in terms of gravity comes from the center of the object so the earth the gravity pulls us towards the middle of the planet. It doesn't pull us <laughs> down. It pulls us towards the middle. So that's like all these flat earth people, right? They they say, well, how come when you're flying up, up, you up, know, up. you don't um, keep going up into the sky? Because if there's a curve, you would. So here's your earth, right? And here's the plane. Yeah. Um. Their argument is if the earth was, because we fly like this, the earth is flat. Okay. Cause we're just yeah. cruising along. Okay. But their argument, if it was round, if you started over here and you were flying, you'd have to constantly lower the nose of the plane. And that's not how it works. Yeah. Right? That's not how airplanes fly, Yeah. but they're stupid because <laughs> the thing is, is gravity pulls towards the center of the planet. So as you keep except like flying up into the sky, you get less and less lift. The gravity affects you more, so it curves you. It's a natural force. Mm-hmm. Like it, gravity pulls in a circle because we spin, right? So that makes sense. Yeah. So with the idea of down is the middle of the Earth, and as soon as you reach the middle, so if you were to go straight through the Earth, right? And you'd be getting pulled down until the very center. Okay. After the center, you would then be climbing out if you didn't change directions. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because you'd be going up here. Because now you would be, so you'd be digging. And now imagine, you know, physics, you wouldn't die and all that. Like you're digging and you'd be feeling the sensation of downward. Yeah. Until you reach the center point, okay. which you would really experience either total weight or complete lack of weightlessness because you'd be at the center of gravity. So there really would be no up or down if you were in the true center of gravity. You would just be there. So your only, your only reference would be direction. So say you're digging north. You're digging... No, that doesn't work either on this plane. So you just picture... I need a circle. I don't have anything that's shape of a circle. Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> this, right, this is down, okay? So you're digging down until you get about to the middle, okay. right? Now, right, essentially your your whole world would go like this because now you'd be digging up. 
Because you're pulling away from what is pulling you. You went from going towards something to then running away from it. Better example. You, out on the road, we anchored a, pe a pin into the dirt and strapped a bungee cord to you. And we told you to pull away. Like, go towards the mountains. Okay. Okay, now come towards the pin and keep going forward. Now you would go from being pulled by the bungee to relatively nothing. And then you would be getting or excuse me, pulled and then it would be pulling against your front and then it would pull against your back. That's what gravity does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I understand. <laughs> but the way that you described that was horrible. Yeah. You would have to have a bungee on both sides of you. No, you wouldn't. And you'd stand in the middle. No, you wouldn't. And then, yeah. Mm. Because if you, so here's the middle and you're on a bungee out this way and then it, pulls you it's trying to pull you and then you come back it's easy Where's and then you would be pulling it this way yeah yeah so if this is where the pin was you would be pulling like it this. though look we even have a fucking bungee <laughs> right so you would be so i'm here now and then i dig now i'm digging right so i'm digging down digging down digging down and then you would go from digging to now pulling to now yeah to now pulling at your back so you now be digging up instead of down. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Okay, I get it. I, um, yep, I got it. I can cut all that out. <laughs> it reminds me of that game we used to play in school where you're a little minor. Yeah. Do you remember lemmings? that? Yeah. Love and lemmings. you'd have to get them to like. No. Well, for me, it was lemmings. It's those little things. Yeah, the little guys, the big nose. Yeah, and you got to get nose. them to like certain places and they can like yeah. fall and die. But then if they, but they just follow. Like yeah. you can't, they're not smart. That's why they're called lemmings. Ah, such a fun game. Yeah. Ugh, so is the Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. You remember that Man, shit? Dysentery will get you. What's Every that? time. Dysentery? It's a waterborne disease that oh. a lot of people died from back in the day. Like I would remember that. It's in the game. Yeah, they died in the game too of dysentery. I probably couldn't you know get like chlamydia it, and so shit too. It's like D Y S. -S no. D Y S. Maybe in the original one. Yeah, yeah, man. There was like scabies and everything. Yeah, you. So we were looking at what your... we were talking about space. How fast is an asteroid travel? Eighteen kilometers a second. What's kilometers into miles per hour? So I tried doing that and look at what came up. <laughs> Canadians, what's the answer? Yeah, they never hit us up. 40 oh, that's meter. meters per I second. Babu. What's this for? Oh, meteor. Kilometers, Kilometers per hour. Just type it in. So do how fast does a meteor travel in miles, miles per, per hour? hour? There we go. Because we're Americans and we go by miles per hour, not kilometers. How do? How does a plane go? How does how fast is an asteroid? In miles per hour, right there, boom. Someone else has asked the question. Did you know that it 80... is traveling about eighty five thousand miles? You said twenty five hundred. I mean, I missed it by a minute. <laughs> I mean, just eighty five thousand miles per hour relative to the sun. The sun so spinning that fast. Um, I don't know how fast it's. I don't think the sun's spinning. It literally too much. just says relative to relative. Relative, relative to the sun. So, like, it's going around the sun that fast. It's not that the sun is spinning that fast. 
So like you know how you take a like a ball and you and you can spin whop, it whop, whop, and whop, then it whop. keeps yeah. whop, whop, whop. Um, and then it'll keep the tension on the string. Just picture gravity as a string, and that's the ball. Huh. So then, how does it get to us if it's constantly spinning in a circle? Well, because the circle can be a giant oval. I mean, this it could not be attached to a string. Because it hasn't been caught in gravity. Because the thing about gravity is gravity. the only way we know how to show it is with objects like strings and, mm -hmm. you know, elastics and stuff like that. But gravity is more like a, a wind or like water. It pushes us. It doesn't grab us, but it affects us. Like you can, on a beach up to your waist... You can push through water uh -huh. if you give enough force. Uh -huh. But if you just relax and kind of lay down, the water's going to take you. Uh -huh. It's the same idea with gravity. We can jump because we are stronger than gravity's effect. Uh -huh. We can fly because, again, we've made, we've made machines that allow us to escape from gravity's pull. But if you don't do anything above average, gravity will just kind of dictate where and how you go. Same idea with asteroids. You know, if an asteroid is not going quite fast enough to break out of the sun's gravity, it will. That's why a lot of the orbits are ovals, because essentially, you know, here comes Mr. Asteroid, not affected by anybody living life. And all of a sudden the sun is that cute 18 year old. Right. So he's Jesus. flying past, living his life, loving it, sees that blonde and he's like, huh. <laughs> and I mean, if he's strong, he remembers what he's trying to accomplish. He'll keep going. But if he starts to waver, he's going to start looking and he slows down a little bit. Now he's not going fast enough. And before you know it, whoop, here he comes. Here he comes, comes back around and then same deal. And then once the speed, because he wasn't going fast enough, now gravity is just pulling him around because he relaxed. He stopped running through the water and he just laid down. Crazy, right? Are you sure? I'm positive. Are you? <laughs> I really am, man. No facts guaranteed, but that is how it works. Huh. That's why like, you have to terminal, or not terminal velocity, but if you are going to do like a slingshot maneuver around the moon, uh -huh. it, there's a specific speed you have to be at or you'll... Um, Shoot out. Yeah, you won't get slung shot or you won't go fast enough. Slung shot. Yeah, that's got to be the pre-tense pre version no. of sling, sling. Could you imagine if we just all of a sudden Used any of this? Gravity? I know, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't have gravity? Like, we were just all of a sudden just... Yeah, that would be crazy. Like, oh, grab everything. <laughs> yeah, grab everything. Because weightlessness would be... Like, true weightless, weightlessness would be wild. Yeah, astronauts deal like with that. Like, not feeling it? Just like... Because there is no reference anymore. I feel like visual, water is, like, the closest thing to it, just kind of yeah. floating. Well, visual is your the closest thing you get to up and down when there's no gravity. Like, you... Oh, yeah, so, just because you're going through a ship and the keyboard is on this wall, you make that bottom. Like, you make that down. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Other than that, you have no up or down. Which Wild. is crazy. That scares me, like, in the water, because sometimes people get, like, they don't know mm -hmm. which way's up. Well, when you, or we snow. did those front, front flips. 
You know, in the pool, like I do front yeah. flip and you kind of lose your spatial recognition. It's almost like you're traveling to another dimension. But it's like when people get stuck in avalanches. avalanches. Yeah, you're supposed to. They don't know to, which way's up or down. You take some of the snow. And, and you spit, you, right? Or you can spit, yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, well, you take some of the snow. Oh, and see which way and it it'll, falls? It, what way it falls, yeah. Ah, that's smart, too. Yeah. I always heard you spit in whatever yeah. way the spit well, that, goes. Yeah, well, I, in my world, you can move your arms still, see? Because <laughs> my worst fear ever is <laughs> not being able to move my arms. Yeah, <laughs> so in no, in no situation or scenario yeah. um, do my arms not be able to move. <laughs> not even in my imagination. Yeah. Man, yeah. that would suck, huh? Being stuck in an avalanche? Yeah, again, worst fear of my life <laughs> happening right there. Um, oh same one time we went to uh because like you gotta oh you just because imagine you're digging out and then there's a collapse and then you're just trapped in snow and then that's your death now for a while that would be awful <laughs> that explains... if you're lucky you would asphyxiate and that's not a like get hypoxic because all you're breathing is the co2 would it though in snow yeah i mean you would run out of it's an insulator mm. I mean, if you got oh, yeah, this, like an igloo. yeah, if you got this much space in front of your face yeah. and that's all you're breathing, you're definitely going to give me butterflies. <laughs> I got a pretty vivid imagination. Yeah, I'm picturing it right now, too. That's yeah. awful. That's why when we went to Breckenridge for Uncle Chris's wedding, we were on a resort mm -hmm. right resort. next to the mountain, Oof. right next to it, covered in snow. Yeah. And I don't know how old I was. I was like 10, 11 uh -huh. maybe. And I saw that, and literally the very first thing that came to my mind was there's going to be an avalanche, and we're going to be trapped in this building. Ah! And so the whole time, I remember sleeping because the windows faced the mountain, and I would just be staring, <laughs> just like, did I just see something? Oh what was that? <laughs> it, I did not. I vividly remember that. I did not used to be so scared of stuff. <laughs> Like, I never thought, <laughs> yeah, until I started hanging out with you guys. Because I never just thought bad things would happen, you oh, know? Oh, it happens. But it happens all the time. But it also never happens, too, if you really think about it. I mean, how many people die from avalanches a year? Probably a few. But compared to what? <laughs> you know, people, planes crash every year, too, but... And I'm sure they die, too! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just... I bet those people got on that plane and didn't think that they were going to crash. Just like how everybody says, oh, you're more likely to die in a car accident than an airplane. Shit still happens. Well, it does. But you got to look at what are the odds of it actually happening. I don't know. 150 people every year. Worldwide. In the world's population. So let's say triple it for the unreported numbers, right? Yeah. So let's say about 500 people a year die. I bet a lot of the, oh, I was going to say, I bet a lot of those come from people who hike that one mountain, but that we're looking specifically at avalanches. Yeah. So you got to think 500 people a year out of, what is it? Five trillion humans. What? Wow. We're to trillion. Seven billion. Seven billion. Hu yeah. <laughs> Total population. That's what I meant. I say trillion again. Yeah. I always do that. Um <laughs> The human body is three times denser than avalanche debris and will sink quickly. Into That's the why, snow? Yeah, you got to swim. Oh, Lord. Like if you're ever in oh, an avalanche, if you're ever in an avalanche, you got to swim. Swim just like you're in water. It's like quicksand. Swim for your life, man. Because the biggest thing is you got to stay towards the surface. You got to, as you're, because as the avalanche is coming down, you know, you're going to, 
You're like, you'll start out here, but it's liquefied. It's, it is fluidic snow at this point. It's not dense and solid like we know it. So as it's flowing down oh, the mountain, Lord. anything light is going to fall unless you as a human are... So us fatties are screwed. Oh, man. You just got to ride it out. Here we go. Just take a deep breath and float. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No. What is that mountain called that people try to climb all the time? Mount Everest. Mount Everest. Everest. Me and Cody watched that movie about that. People wait in line. Isn't that crazy? I don't understand. Like, I get people all about adventures and stuff, but that honestly looks like hell. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because they want to have that, like, accomplishment. Man. No, no like, I, I climb the tallest mountain. Yeah. A lot of people die up there. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. Because you have to, like, there's ice canals that you have to cross on a ladder it's crazy. just a dinky little metal ladder that's been up there for years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you walk on like this teeny tiny little trail that you're like hugging the mountain when it's blizzarding absolutely not i don't know about the teeny tiny trail yeah like it's this. like this big nope <laughs> nope <laughs> nope <laughs> And, like, they'll just be random carabiners that you, like, hook up to and just hope that it's still in there safely. That's, no. Well, uh, I I could definitely do it if it was, like, if I was roped in. No. No, because it's, like, negative degrees. Like, I don't know how much, but a lot. And I wear oxygen masks. Yeah. Too. You get to a certain point, you can't breathe anymore. The oxygen. Yeah. A lot of people die up there. But then there's people who have done it, like... Multiple times, thirty times. Well, there's like old, like older people who eighty five has has hiked it, you know. So I mean, basically, it's just devil's back. Watch that movie. It's not. (laughs) It's like a how long? Look, look up how long it takes to mount Mount Everest. Mount Mount Everest. (laughs) What's it called? Peak. We got thirty minutes. Have we even started? I don't think any of this is gonna be good. I think there is. What's it called? Peak when you reach the peak. And you mount Summit. Summit. You've reached the summit. I gotta pee really bad. Pause. Two months. It takes two months to climb to the top of that. Two months. Yeah. Of living in a tent and freezing. Like you can't even take those clothes off. It's so cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got some new babies. We we can get this going. Say my name, say my name. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the show now. How are you, Danielle? I'm good. I am dying, <laughs> but I'm here, and we're making it, man. I mean, I have been stuck in this house for so long that I'm just going with the flow now. We have. I'm trying. I've been so bored. <laughs> for some reason. So, have you ever been wakeboarding? No. <laughs> and, okay. Well, for those who have... Wakeboarding is snowboarding behind a boat. So you have a rope, you hold onto this rope, and you fall so much. So basically, I feel like I fell, but I'm too proud to let go of the (laughs) rope, and I'm just being dragged behind a boat with my mouth open. Wow. Yeah. And that was supposed to be funnier than it sounded. (laughs) Huh. Is that your Chris Farley like call for hell? No. Jesus. No. <laughs> Literally drowning. <laughs> so in my head, that was actually really funny and not so dark and gruesome. That was um, super dark. Because you were <laughs> because you were saying go with the flow. 
So I was oh. saying, like, I want to go with the flow. That sounds great. Okay, but, but for some drowning. reason, it feels like I'm, like I said, too proud to let go of the rope. So I'm being dragged upstream because yeah. I won't. Because you're fighting it. Because I'm fighting it. Yeah. I won't fall into the water and just go with the flow, man. And I'm really trying. I think I got like three or two pinkies and a middle finger that I've yeah. let go. Yeah. I'm starting to have a tough time now because I found out I have to be in the boot for three more yep. weeks. And... Danielle's recovery has been extended. Hey, at least it's not 18 months like I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this I would die if it was 18 months. Yeah. No, he said it could have been 18 weeks wow. if I didn't do the surgery. And what are you up to now? Oh, I got it on the fifth, so it would have been four, three weeks. It's been three weeks. Yeah. And he's only calling for three more. Yeah. Man, that's way better than 18 yeah. weeks. Yeah, but try being in it now. It's awful. Yeah. Well, the nice thing is, is you can walk way more than you did yeah, initially. Yeah, but he asked, There's actually been progress. basically told me that I am Overdoing walking it. too much. Yeah. But yeah. it doesn't feel like I am. I'm barely doing anything at all. Not really. I mean, I saw you picking up dog poop the other day. Yeah. Well, that's because I was waiting. I'm <laughs> yeah. pretty sure I was waiting for Lindsay because we were going to take Emma to the vet. And so I was like, well, like I'm here. I can do, do what it. the doctor says. It's very hard to sit in a chair for hours on end and not do anything. Like, I have never played so many video games in my life. Cody thinks I'm a total nerd now. Yep. Danielle's addicted to the Fortnite. I'm addicted to I the got Fortnite. her in. Me and Ray Ray are playing Fortnite constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you guys are getting so much better. Yeah, it's we awesome. were pretty bad in the beginning. Like, bad. Um, so I play with you as well. Yeah. Mark is the carrier of the team. He is the quarterback, and we are the wide receivers. And the I would I thought you guys were like the... the people that squeeze the water bottle into my mouth. <laughs> in, between, in the beginning, in, 100%. in between plays, we were the water boys. Yeah, now yeah, you're the water girls. That's true. I would say you guys are definitely linemen. And who's the one that catches it? The one that wide runs receiver. out. Yeah, the wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you're Peyton Manning. This is like previous Bronco names. You're Peyton Manning, and I'm... I'd rather be Elway. Can I be Elway? Oh, God, I don't remember the names from back then. Who was the... Uh, oh, Troy, was it Troy Aikman? I don't know that who that freaking, is. Um, I don't know. Clay I just know Aiken? he was a tall, handsome black man. And he was so tall. That was like the biggest takeaway. What was he? I don't know. In the Broncos, yeah. Because it was always Elway and the other guy. That but was, I don't watch football. That was so before my time of like to football watching. I yeah. didn't watch Elway. Um, but no, it's really fun because I have someone to play Fortnite with again, mm -hmm. which is great. But also seeing Danielle get into a game that I really like is fun too. Yeah. Like I'm really enjoying you two just enjoying it because it's something I enjoyed playing. Well, I used to play video games a little bit a long time ago when I was with my ex. Mm -hmm. But we always played on PlayStation. And like I... I you've always had an Xbox growing up, and so when I would try to play video games on yours, I hated it because yeah. going from PlayStation to Xbox is just it's so confusing. It's different. Yeah, and so, but now that you brought it in, like I'm all about You're it. You're hooked, man. Yeah, I didn't play video games for a long time, and Cody's never been a video game player. So you've when gotten I'm, in him in here a couple times. Yeah, he playing... won't play Fortnite, but he'll play Call of Duty. Ugh. He tried playing Zombies, and it didn't go well. He got Man, very angry very fast. Can you imagine if you showed this, like these games to someone from 300 years ago? That would blow their mind. They, they wouldn't be able to comprehend it. They would think they wouldn't. It, to them, it would appear to be magic. Yeah. 
Because they didn't have TVs back then. They didn't even have artificial. I mean, outside of like painting and drawing. Um, I guess when were those? Are you talking about ca- or like showing cavemen video games? Not so much cavemen, but I'm thinking more. Men- <laughs> what would be like a good time period where they were developed so they were smart, but they still would be just blown away. Like the steam around steam time. Steam. 1800s? Like steam engines and stuff. You think that would be far back enough? To they they would just be like, wow. Wow. They had, old, they had old photography in the 1800s. Yeah. So it was like just getting started. So then it would make it believable. I think they would just anything you showed them, they would believe. I don't like know. Like if you showed them Godzilla, yeah. they'd be like, where is this happening? <laughs> what magical world is this? Emma Rue is in the house. She's feeling pain. much better. She is. She was sick and making us all scared. Yeah. And now she's just Emma pissing is us all a, off. Emma is a 12-year-old retired hunting lab who has been just she destroying got more sass me. than ass, man. It's crazy. <laughs> she loves food and all kinds of food, but when she doesn't feel good, she will not eat. Nope. Pickiest little thing in the world. She'll straight up look at the food, look at you, and then look away. So here's the crazy part with what happened with Emma is she was getting she was stopped she stopped eating basically mm-hmm. and she was having very bloody movements. Yes. And it scared us a lot. A lot. Cuz they didn't know what was going on. The blood test didn't show anything. Yep. Um they thought it was an ulcer. They thought it was an ulcer and then they did an ultrasound and checked for lumps or found bumps. absolutely nothing at all. So we're obviously <laughs> all scared because we, you know, she's an old woman <laughs> and <laughs> And, you know, the bad stuff, unfortunately, happens to old dogs. Yeah. Um, and it's scary when they get And it turns old. out. She just has a new, this. well, as of now, this is the new diagnosis, is that she has formed some kind of allergy to some sort of food. And her body is literally, like, when she eats this food, her body is attacking her stomach. Yep. To get it out. So that's for like, that's what's causing the blood. That's what's causing her not eating. That's what's causing her to eat and then throw it up. So now she's on very expensive, pretentious food (laughs) and she feels great. She's the old Emma. Yep. She's back to being just obnoxious as ever. So the old Emma (laughs) is a pain in the ass. (laughs) She wants treats every five minutes. She's just as sassy as she's ever been. So we're happy you're back, Emma, but get the hell out of here. <laughs> pause, dog, pause. Go. <laughs> Go on, you pain in the ass. Either lay down. Lay down. Lay down, Emma. Girl. Well, that was good. That makes me feel better. All right. So speaking of animal updates, um, we also got two new duckers. We got two new babies. Ebony. Ivory. <laughs> Living perfect harmony. harmony. So we got two babies. One of them's black. One of them's white. So we called them Ebony and Ivory. Yay. <laughs> They're adorable. Yeah. I love the song. Yeah. So story behind the baby ducks is Cody sent me a message one morning and said, I found two baby ducks. <laughs> <laughs> he said, can I bring them home? <laughs> so then he sent me a picture and I said, Mark a message. I was like, "Hey, Cody found two baby ducks. You want them?" He's like, "Man, why Whatever. not?" Sure. <laughs> like, just let's bring on some more birds. So Man. Cody brought them home. 
They're doing great. Yeah. They're real social right now. They tried um, to run away from me the other day, and that was awesome. Yeah, Danielle almost lost them. Ugh, well, because no. they tried to run away. So we, me and our nephew, our, our nephew, Eli, took them out front to let them lay with us and just, like, climb all over us and bond with us. Well, these little assholes <laughs> decided to take off running, and I'm in a boot, so it's very hard for me to get around, and they run underneath the vehicles, and I snagged one of them. Well, the little dark one is uh, like knows how to survive because she <laughs> went into <laughs> she went into the shade of the tires and like would lay down and would tuck her head in so I could barely see her. And she's like small. They're only probably. I mean, like I would seven say the size old. of a baseball. Like if, if you that. squished them up. Not the little the probably the white one, but not the little black one. So the black one's She's like a golf that. ball. Or what's a little bit bigger than a golf ball? You could probably get her ball. into a golf ball. Racquetball, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Badminton. <laughs> yeah, she's like the size of a badminton birdie thing. Yeah, a little birdie. Um, so I have the yellow one in my hand, and I am going back and forth all around Dad's truck trying to get it. Because every time I went to the tire that she was at, she would run to the other tire. And again, I'm in a Booted. boot <laughs> trying to do this. Um, and it took off running under, we have a whole bunch of cars and ran under all the cars and then ended up in the corner of our yard where it's the fence that meets the barn. And there was a little hole that it tried to jump into and it got stuck and I just grabbed its little <laughs> butt and I pulled it out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but then I took them back into the front yard and like sat down and put them in, like I made my legs a little circle and put them there and they just curled right up next to me, laid down there, like nibbling the grass. It was adorable. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Cause you know, just like human children, I imagine they only love you for so long and then they run from you in terror. <laughs> <laughs> At least my birds do. They love, they love me when they're babies. Yeah. And then as they get older and I have to start punishing them for when they mess around, they stop liking me. Yeah, the thing that sucks is that they just shit so much that yeah. it's really hard to just, like, let them crawl all over you because guaranteed they're going to shit on you. Yep, and I can contest to that because I took a bomb to the beard one day. <laughs> and that was the end of that chapter. Because <laughs> they like to crawl up, especially they my beard. They like to crawl beard. my beard and they chew on it and they, you know, they really get in there. And it's very cute, but it's like a ticking time bomb that you don't have a timer to watch. Yep. They poop all the time and they have no indicator they'll just be waddle 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 and then <laughs> waddle, yeah. waddle waddle but they're very cute they're very soft no oh and goodness. ivory likes me me what? and Lindsay had them both uh in our hands today and ivory kept chirping and trying oh that to get... one did that to me too i think it's because it wants the the sibling but yeah no but we traded and oh. they were totally fine she took ebony i took ivory and then uh, Ivory was just like, just totally <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cute. You yeah. need to hang out with them more. I try. The flies are crazy. Yeah. Right now. I think we need to clean it. We will. We actually talked about that. And we all, we had more birds last week too. We yeah. were hosting, uh, <laughs> you don't say we were hosting, um, it's not a rescue, but a shelter fire yeah. shelter. Our, Our cousin, cousin lived up or lives up by um yeah that would have been a different story um but he lives up the buckhorn road mm -hmm. and there was a fire not it was like what seven, seven miles? miles yeah seven miles away from their house and they had chicken and stuff and asked if we could house them and well, i'm just so glad that they got it contained yeah well and we have that quarantine pin so it worked out great perfectly they had a rooster oh and so gosh. the first Thick day boy. our roosters 
like their rooster and our rooster met through the fence and were trying to get all hot and bothered with each other. Yeah, they the were fence. pecking each other through yeah. the fence, making yeah. each other bleed. Yeah, but then they would all start cock a doodly doing at the same time. Our our young rooster is a teenager. Um, <laughs> he's just learning how to how to crow. It's hilarious. And the big root, the new, well, really, he was the refugee rooster. Um, <laughs> was trying to show him up. It was funny. Chick birds are fascinating to watch. Yep, they're just yep. fascinating. But then we have the two baby boys that are trying to yeah. cock a doodle do and it sounds like a dying chicken it is hilarious <laughs> they're a little uh immature at the moment it's gonna be wild when they're all grown we might be doing a chicken giveaway anybody want a rooster yeah anybody want a rooster we got one any cock will do whores <laughs> hmm. huh this is a good podcast this is just gonna be one of our best <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like, Danielle, did you know that What's marshmallows in... come from a root? That's not true. It is true. No, Lindsay makes marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't understand. No, because the original mallow um, got it... extracted from the root of the plant. No. Bring bring it up. Mallow Please? is just a funny way to say marshmallow. No. <laughs> well, that is true. No, but there's a thing. See, I, I, I bring up these. I'm not making it up. I bring up these topics, and I only know one quarter of it. Uh, there's a whole world beyond my knowledge. Lindsay makes marshmallows. So mallows, you can, uh, you, you boil it. So the way Lindsay makes the mallows is different than what marshmallows originally came from. So their marsh comes from the root, the plant grows in swamps. Okay? That's the marsh part. And then the mallow is whatever the scientific definition of the root was. So a marshmallow is exactly that. A marrow derived from the marsh. I feel like this is all fake. It's not. It's not. We're waiting on our researcher, but... Because it's out. I'm, I thought marshmallows were just. What is happening? I got a bunch of hair in my mouth. Like sugar. Yeah, sugar with corn syrup. But you gotta remember, that's the modern iteration. Back in the day, stuff was made differently because they didn't have high fructose corn syrup. When do you think marshmallows were invented? Long time ago. So really? I think they used to chew on the roots. Huh. Yeah. Didn't they used to do that with vanilla too? Chew on the bark. Oh. Or the, the no, vanilla comes from a bean pod. Vanilla's a bean. Oh. All right, Danielle. Yes. The world's changing, man. Technology's changing the world. And the yeah. world's changing technology. Yeah. It's like a self-driven engine. It's crazy. Did you know there's a theory, and I'm probably wrong on the numbers, but um, it's like because technology advances technology it's an exponential growth thing an exponential growth means that it never stops growing mm -hmm. so it just compounds on itself so like two times two is four four times two and then or however it works right so it just four it, times four four times four and then it just Eight, keeps yeah. growing it just grows and grows so right now mr elon musk is putting chips in people's heads and i know you're not about the chips but 
that made me think, what are you about? Like, what what is some crazy sci-fi technology that seems totally impossible now, but if it did exist, would you be like, I'm in. Like, sign me up. No chips in my head, but I will absolutely do that. Um, For me, I think it would be either to make your dogs live longer, oh. like live with you longer, or to be able to talk to them. So what if they could download your dog's brain into like a robot dog, and then it could just live no, for as long as... No, I feel as... like that takes away like the genuine... Pure heart, but it'd still be your dogs. dog. It's the same mind. It's uh, the same. You know, know, it would still receive because it would have sensors on its no. fur. No, that's not real. That's not real. Like it takes away the real aspect of it. You know? Well, no, because the mind is what kind of dictates what's real. I don't know. I feel like it just—it's artificial. Like it's not real. <laughs> hmm. Like me, I'm a real human. You take my brain and put it in a robot. It's my brain in a robot. Yeah. That's not me. That's so just that's my, not you anymore. That's just my brain. And so to robot. be a person, you need to be a person. Like yeah, a human. Like this is me. So what if you had a artificial heart? That's different because you're still you. It's just something that's helping you stay alive. Yeah. So kind of like putting your brain. So say if no, your I whole body know. got crushed, I don't agree with it. your whole body got crushed. And the only thing that survived was like, here up. So the only way that you could continue to live would be in a surrogate body. Mm. Say it's a human. Say it was a, you know how you can do like a heart transplant, kidney transplant? Yeah. What if you could do a body transplant? So somebody passed away of natural causes and an older person or somebody whose body is going to die, they take his brain and put it in somebody else's body. Is he still no, a person? No, see, because I don't, I don't think that they should do that because you're taking away the natural way of life. Like that, that is, is not how that person's story is supposed to be <laughs> like i feel i honestly feel like everybody has a story like yeah. the, like the way that their life is going and no i so feel you like think technology can go too far yeah so even if we could even if we could which they actually did they did a head transplant the dude died he didn't make it everybody knew he wasn't going to make it but the whole idea was to show that it's possible yeah and like that's what they, they did it was technically possible obviously um, the technology needs to advance more so that they can make it successful. Mm -hmm. But you think the first heart transplant was successful? Probably not. I mean, so many people died doing that stuff, yeah. but they were going to die anyway. Mm -hmm. So luckily their sacrifice was used to further the medical science. But yeah. you say there is a point. I think there's a point for sure, because I think... Like, what if you could stay alive forever in your own body? See, but like who wants to stay alive forever? Like I in would. all the movies and shows you see... Like, they end up, yeah, they're miserable because all the people that, like, I mean, obviously everybody would be the same at this point, so everybody would live forever. But, like, in the shows, you know, they they live forever, but the people they love and don't. everything don't. Which it would so be somewhat true because not everybody would be able to afford. Yeah, they're constantly seeing their loved ones come and go while they're just living forever. Yeah. And at the end of all those shows, the, the immortal people end up, doing whatever they need to do to not be immortal anymore so then they can die yeah that final kind of ultimate release and the funny thing is i've said that before too yeah that, like if, oh. if i could be immortal i would totally do it as long as i could turn it off whenever yeah. i want it yeah that would be my thing because i feel there is a nat a natural age or a natural time of existence that would become for humans would become oh like too much mm -hmm. we, we couldn't bear the 
just the pure existence anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I feel like if I hit that point where I could look back on all of the history and the people and the lives that I've observed, and Mm -hmm. I just feel like there'd be a point where like, that's enough like that. Then you would be satisfied though. I don't think it would be a negative thing. Yeah. I think you'd really look back with a perspective that only, um, someone who's lived forever could have. So have you seen the good place? Did you watch that show? Parts, I know the general concept, but that's about it. So they have a part, like, they can either live, I mean, spoiler alert, don't listen anymore if you, uh, (laughs) or just skip ahead, but they come to this point where they can choose (laughs) to live forever, basically, in their happy place, and they get to a point within that happy place after so many years where they're just, like, they come to terms with it, and they're like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this anymore, and then they walk through this door, and then it's done but like they came to that realize all of them did over wow. time they're like i've come to peace with this like i guess it's this is the time and i just i feel I like, feel like that's everybody natural. would have that feeling everybody would because most people have that feeling now but on a much less permanent level yeah like obviously death permanent death is the ultimate come to terms but just in general i think in terms of pain or mm-hmm. things that are difficult you know people get to a point where they're either I've, no, I didn't mean difficult. Good things. <laughs> like, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Yeah. Is what I meant was going on for. Well, I also feel like if you live what was for I that even long, <laughs> you aren't enjoying a lot of the things in your life. So, like, we have only, I mean, say, 100 years to experience this life. So, you want to really experience every part of it. So, like, your teenage years are a big thing. Turning 21 is a huge thing. Like there's these the land- milestones. Yeah, the milestones in life. Whereas if you lived forever, you wouldn't have those milestones because it would just go forever. You know what I think? It, and this completely contradicts what you just said, but I really <laughs> think it would gain you appreciation. Because if you do live forever, you realize that everything does die. Like you will, you eventually can lose anything. Because as people with an expiration date, um, I don't think we quite appreciate what the future is or what infinity would mean. So Mm. we don't appreciate things because we think they'll last forever because we don't actually have to face forever. Like we have the ultimate out. Because at the end of the day, eventually you will die. So no matter what happens, good or bad, you know deep down, deep inside that it will eventually end. And I think because of that, we do have a lack of appreciation because think about how much we appreciate our dogs. Mm-hmm. And the we, the reason we appreciate them is because we have a perspective on what, on how long after their death is. Because to us, it's 10 years. Mm-hmm. To them, that was their entirety. Yeah. You know, so for us, we know how lonely uh, the next 50, 60 years are going to be. So we can appreciate it. So that's for dogs because we have perspective. But then if you look at like relationships, hold on. Did, what, are you, what are you hooked up on? I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm saying the longer you live, the older you get, the yeah. more appreciation for life you get. Yeah. Most young people don't have an appreciation, myself included, for things that are truly important like family, yeah, relationships, okay. love, happiness, mm-hmm. joy. Right? When you're young, you're looking for tail and fun and parties and family takes a backseat because you have forever, right? You have forever with them from your perspective. And I think 
if you gained the true perspective of forever, moments would mean so much more. Mm-hmm. Because you know how small they are in the grand scheme of forever. Yeah. Like being with your family, you know, like that, I think a lot of young people definitely don't appreciate because your parents are going to be gone for a big part of your existence mm-hmm. eventually. And if you knew that from the very beginning, you would make sure that no matter what, you always took care of the loved ones. Mm -hmm. You would always have those priorities in the right order. Yeah. Because as you get older, usually that's kind of where you find out people, I just said this, but (laughs) they appreciate the right things and that's gained through time Mm -hmm. because now they're getting towards the end of their life and they've seen already how much it hurts to not have something. So, yeah. <laughs> That's my thought. Did that then. make any sense? Um, some parts you got me, some parts you lost yeah. me. Yeah. And then I was segueing into something, but you were confused, so. Yeah. Where was I segueing into? Anybody remember? You're talking about dogs. I know. You're saying how living forever you appreciate mo- the little things more. But I you said argued, the opposite. I yeah. argued the opposite. Because you wouldn't care because it's like, well, they're eventually going to die. Well, yeah, and it's because you're just constantly going to have story after story after story that eventually you're not going to remember the first people, yeah. the, you know, the like the beginning of time. You're only in what's now. You, like, all of your memories are gone if you're living that long. Oh, yeah. Like, gone, gone. But you still would, I think you would still feel the feelings. Like, I feel like it would be very lonely. Yeah. If you were the only one. If you one. were like, yeah, the only yeah, one. Yeah, but what if medical science advances and we can live to be like 350? No, because then like, I don't know. I feel like you would end up like hating everybody. Like everybody would go against everybody because you're with each other for... <laughs> for too long. 600 Forever. years. Yeah. <laughs> like two people in the show Lucifer had decided that they didn't want to be immortal anymore. Like it's... Obviously other people think that too. Well, if it's on TV, it must be <laughs> it true. It must be true. I mean, yeah, I that there. I mean, two different perspectives. Well, another thing is like older people when they get to a certain age, like they'll tell you, like I've come to the like I'm done. I've come to terms with it. Yeah, you know? like I've lived well, my life. They're like, let's go, because <laughs> <laughs> they want to go to heaven and live, you know, up there. The, well, usually it's to go. They want to be with their friends and family. Yeah, be. But if all their friends and family were still on Earth, they're like, "I'm not ready to die," (laughs) you know. So you know, and that's typically the case. If you're lonely, you're ready to go be with the people who are gone, or if you're in abundance, you want to stay here because you don't want to leave everyone. So really, at the end of the day, you (laughs) grumpy bitches, just love each other, man. It's ultimate. I mean, really, it's what everybody wants. I want to live long. But hard and fast. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I think on that note, this has become a show. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what kind of amalgamated nonsense is going to come together at the end of this, but we got to a couple places. It basically sounds like we need to stop playing Fortnite and do something else with our yeah. lives. We're going to go do some stuff. <laughs> I'm going to go read a book. <laughs> this this was a sad book. I bought a book. What book did you get? It's a story of a Frenchman who was in the uh, resistance for the Nazi occupation. Huh. He's a war Fought hero. Against yeah. Fought well, against Yeah, them. resistance is typically indicative of fighting against the Nazis. Did, have you started reading it yet? <laughs> 
No. <laughs> but I did buy it. <laughs> That's a step. Yeah. Nice. Um, I used to read a bunch of Nazi books. I read one really good one. It was in the um, eyes of... Uh, more. What? Go. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I said I of more. Oh, I don't know what that is. Instead of... Um, it was in the eyes of a little girl who lived during that time, and they had a... Uh, they were hiding a Jewish person in their basement. And so it's like a diary of her and like that whole thing. <laughs> Are you talking about... Um, you know what I'm talking about? Anne Frank? No. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> she was pretty famous diary. She's not the <laughs> Jewish... Like, she is a German girl. And her family Anne Frank? Her hiding. family is hiding a Jewish person in their basement. Oh, yes. From the Nazis. Crazy. So she... Yeah, it's in, it's in the words of her and her experience through that and i read that in school it was one of my favorite books that's awesome yeah get ready for it it was not Anne frank dogs are about to bark so we got to get out of here bye bye <laughs> peace out scarlet <laughs> yeah oh <laughs>